Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to L Angel. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Angel Season 5 podcast by a werewolf and a puppet version of a vampire. Oh god, I think I'd rather be the puppet this time. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's favorite werewolf is coming back. It's been so many episodes. It's been so many episodes. Insanity. Why is Unleashed coming back this episode? This is season five, episode 14, Smile Time, original air date, February 18th, 2004. This is the Valentine's episode? Oh. I mean, I said that last week, but I think it's more true today. Yeah, I'd say it's more true today. And it being episode 14 of the season, I mean, for our listeners who aren't great at math, that makes it a full 11 episodes and more than 11 weeks because we took December off for this so year. So many weeks, man. It's been a so long freaking time since, since Unleashed. Unleashed. <laughs> One of the least poor, least well-regarded episodes of this season. And like so forgettable. Okay, Unleashed was October 15th, which is... Five months away? Four months back, I think. Remember summer, January, February. Yeah. Yeah, four. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it's been four months since we saw Nina. People are definitely going to remember what she looks like. I had forgotten entirely, Michaela. You sure did. (laughs) And for any of our listeners who don't remember, Nina's the werewolf that occasionally goes to Wolfram and Hart after Unleashed. And she had a thing with Angel? She didn't. She had the beginnings of a thing with Angel? She had the beginnings of a thing with Angel, and my recollection was that Angel was fully aware of this at the time. And he, he was sort of like, hmm, maybe that could be a thing. I mean, I'll see her every month. And then they forgot about Nina. Yeah, until this now. episode. And when she walks into the main <laughs> set of Wolfram and Hart, I was like, oh, look at this fine young woman who looks like she could star in some sort of musical episode of this show. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if she burst into song, maybe got turned into a puppet, then burst into a song. None of these things would surprise me. And then you, we were watching the episode together. You were like, do you recognize her? And I'm like, what? And you're like, it's Nina. And I'm like, who? (laughs) Her? (laughs) She's a what? He's 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 a what? He was what? She's a what? He's a music man. There you go. In your defense, her hair's pretty different in this first shot. And again, it's been so long. So many weeks. (laughs) It's just been so long. And like, I didn't care back then. No. So yeah, Yeah. that's going to be rough. Michaela, smile time. This is a good episode. It is not a perfect episode. It answers some questions. It questions some answers, you know? (laughs) It does both those things. But you know what? It's a damn good time. And that's more than we can say for whatever the fuck we watched last week. I would watch this episode many more times. And I (laughs) would never want to watch Why We Fight ever again for as long as I Never again. And you would miss nothing by not watching it. (laughs) I have still, like, I've been doing more research. I've been trying to go deeper. I'm like, who, who knows? Uh, Is there some sort of oral history that I can hear? No. I found a blog post by the guy who 
made, like, designed and made the Prince of Lies makeup for that episode. Like, his entire Interesting. face. Wow. And it gives me no insight into what was happening in that episode. He mostly just talked about the makeup, I assume. Yeah, which, yeah. fair point. You know, he That's his it thing. seems very good at it, honestly. That's great. I mean, the Prince of Lies was a silly, spooky man, you know? True. Anyway, yeah. Michaela, this episode, <laughs> smile time. Do Woo! we have a theme for the episode? You'd think... That an episode about puppets would have something to do with Angel being a puppet and now he's literally a puppet, but the senior partners are the puppet masters. Yeah, this could incorrect. be a callback to lineage. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. In, f- fully incorrect. Yeah. I mean, as far as I can tell, it's something to do with both Wes and Angel not being aware that the women they're interested in are interested in them. Which is like, an interesting thing to have as... The plot of the episode? Yeah. I'll say that not every episode needs a theme, right? Thematics is nice. It lends, you know, some deeper meaning to your episodes. But when you've got a wacky fun time monster of the week, let's turn Angel into a puppet and make the puppet very frowny with over large (laughs) eyebrows. That doesn't need a theme. That's entertainment. (laughs) Damn it. You don't need a theme to make it more, like, meaningful. Fuck that. It's a puppet show. This is great times. However, yeah, this whole, like, romance thing is arguably the most interesting thing about the episode. But it doesn't tie it in basically any way to, like, episode 14. Because I'm thinking, like, why is this here and not earlier, not in another season. Yeah. Why is it here? And the only continuity that comes out of this episode is Gunn being like, mm, my brain not working so great. Dr. Man, fix my brain up. And Dr. Man's like, ah, I need some unspecified favor. And then brain gets fixed up. And I'm like, this? This is the... Do we remember what happened to Lindsay? Like, I'm just, I'm trying to think of the, the motivation, right? And in universe, we've got some clear motivation for the gang. They are helping the helpless. They have reverted back to their stasis, their equilibrium. Like, they're at the bottom of the valley, you know? They, they have nowhere to fall because they are completely safe and they can barely be budged from here. But that's not, that's not a driving force for me to come back to this show, and that's not how entertainment is done. Yeah, because, like, episode 14, and what's, what's the plot of the season? We literally still don't know. Yep, something with yeah. gun might be happening, but it feels very localized. It doesn't feel like something that's going to turn into the rest of the season. I'm going to tell you right now, that thing with gun, that's going to come up next episode. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't so surprise like, me too much. I may have relevant. been spoiled when I was trying to research last episode and they were like, Uh-oh. the next three episodes will yeah, have something to do with gun. It was that. It was literally that. Like, <laughs> okay. I don't know anything else other than gun's brain coming up is in three episodes at least. And it's in the next one, definitely. Right. But like, it could literally have happened with anything else happening around it because it has no bearing on anything that happens in this episode, except he starts to forget his lawyer stuff. But like, that's his whole jam right now. Yeah. So like, he could be talking to anyone and he could be messing anything up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be puppets. (laughs) (laughs) 
Although, I'm not complaining about puppets, you know? No. They're great. No, they are no good times. All right. This episode, let's get into it without any sort of theme or super interesting thing, but let's let's worry about yeah, romance probably. Sure. Uh we open on a child. I'm furious because there's <laughs> a child. You know how I do. It's fine. It's not the child's fault, and I don't wish this horrid fate on the child. I want to be clear about that part. It's very convenient for this child to suffer this fate because then it's not like we have a bunch of child actors in the episode, you know? He goes oh, up that's he- true. Touching the TV, it's smile time, his favorite show is on, and the character is talking to him. It's like, smile time isn't free. You gotta come oh, up here and touch fuck. the TV. And you're like, I hate this now. It's, <laughs> it's so really good. horrible. Yeah, and then, I mean, I assume you have this same note. After the child falls away from the TV, he's got this creepy smile just pasted on his face. And so I wrote down, that's some Joker shit right there. It really is, which will be referenced <laughs> almost verbatim almost later in the episode. immediately. Yeah, really, like very soon. <laughs> It's very good. Yeah. So this Sesame Street type show, right, is draining kids of life force. And that's what we get. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the conflict right yeah. there. That's that's the episode. Stop I mean, the evil puppets. <laughs> that's how you fucking set up an episode. At least Monster of the Week. Don't jerk me around for 20 minutes being like, oh, is this guy bad? Like, nah, man. His no, puppets are bad puppets news. Puppets are bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this episode fucking crushes exposition because it's constantly oh, yeah. like, what's going wrong with these kids? Well, they all fell, fell down between 7 and 7.30. Ah, it's some sort of TV show. Probably puppet time. All right, let's go investigate that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because they got to get Angel in there as quickly as possible. Quickly as possible. They need to make him a puppet, damn it. (laughs) Is he a puppet yet? No? Oh my God, speed it up. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Take out this shit until he's a puppet. Uh, Speaking of this shit, Knox is back. Woo! Woo! Man, this episode is just full of people that we haven't seen for a while. (laughs) That's a good point. When was the last time we saw Knox? I was literally about to look it up. Let me go check. Because they've mentioned him several times since we last saw him. But, like, that doesn't really count, does it? (gasps) No. The last time we saw him was Lineage. Damn, seven episodes ago. (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) That is forever in TV time. It's so long. And, like, I would guess that they brought him up twice since then. Yeah. Dude, that's just, it's been forever. So it's honestly, I, I feel like the, there are some people who are like, who's this guy? <laughs> right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, Fred, I got you a Valentine's Day card. Happy Valentine's. And she's like, there's a strange amount of feelings that she has that we haven't seen. Despite like having nothing to do on this show and things like, you know, why we fight and yeah. a bunch of other fucking episodes. <laughs> She's had one throwaway line about, like, that made it sound like she was kind of annoyed with Knox. And I think that was in Why We Fight. But this really comes out of nowhere. Where yeah. she's like, hey, we talked about this. Like, uh, it's kind of awkward. Like, I kind of told you no already. And, like, this paints Knox in a suddenly super creepy light. Right? Where, like, you know... They went out a few times. She was like, eh, not working for me. And now he's giving her a Valentine's card like the week after Valentine's Day. And he thinks that that's going to work. Where did this come from? Last time we saw him, like last time we actually saw him, Fred was super cute and flirty with him. And now later on, Fred's just got so much exposition about, yeah, how they went on a couple dates and it didn't work out. And you're like, wait, what? 
It's one of those things where, like, they're telling us this and putting him in one of the episodes where he did not appear for those seven episodes and having, like, one scene where this sort of thing happens would be a lot better than this. It would be, and it makes me question a bunch of things. Like, number one, what's the exposition threshold, you know? Like, <laughs> where does it go from a, we need to show this, to a, eh, we can tell this? A couple episodes later, they're like, what? And I think they, they've grossly misjudged where the exposition threshold is in this case, you know, because it's yeah. so jarring. But it also brings up a bunch of things like, you know, I used to be very bad at predicting what would happen in media. Like, I late in my life, relatively, like into my early 20s, I was like the most predictable TV show, had no clue what was going to happen next. And right. this kind of makes me feel justified because it's like <laughs> for every person who's like, well, obviously this is going to happen some bullshit like this happens and i'm like what <laughs> for every time we're like oh lindsay's gone maybe he'll be back there's something like this where they're just like no he never comes back fuck it <laughs> and you're like okay I mean, it's not obvious then because it doesn't happen sometimes i mean part of that is just bad planning yeah where they're like oh fuck Three episodes ago, we maybe should have done a little thing about this, but we can't go back in time. So now we're stuck saying it and having the audience be like, all right, we accept this because we literally have no choice, <laughs> yeah. but we don't like it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's uh, it's all weird. It also makes me wonder how much of this is plotted out and like fully scripted out in advance. What's the what's the shooting time frame for Angel, you know? Do they have it all shot by the end of the summer? And then it's just like editing and releasing throughout the year? So I have kind of a fun fact that I don't know if it's going to help with this question or not. But this, after this episode, just like timing wise... <laughs> This is when they found out that they were being canceled. <laughs> so it's not nothing to do with this episode, but they thought they had another season. Oh boy. So the end of this season, I wanted you to know. It's going to be rushed. They, they thought they were going to have more time. <laughs> I Yeah, it feels like it. It really feels like yeah, it. Yeah. Because I could see a lot of these things coming up like more next season where they're like, oh, we've got Knox. Maybe he's evil. We've got something with Gun. Maybe that will come up again. You know, we've shown Nina twice. Maybe she'll have a more prominent role next season, depending on how the fans react to her as we release this entire thing. But yeah, yeah. I, I just don't know what the time frame is. Because, like, South Park is, I think, pretty famous for basically, yeah. like, they start the script the day after or sometimes the day of the previous episode's release. So it's all, like, really tight. This one, they've at least got most things planned out. And maybe they're filming during the running time? I really don't know. But that's uh, that's good to know. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. That's eight episodes that they have to make count now. They can't do these things anymore. But like you say, some of them, like this was the first episode to air after they found out that they were canceled. And like, they've made other episodes by then for yeah, sure. definitely. They, I don't think they've made them all because like they just, then then you've given them literally no warning. Right. But before we get to the end, which is really shitty thing to do. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know how that like fully plays into the rest of the season, but 
I think it maybe makes more sense that we have so much monster of the week in this season. Yeah. Because they're like, we're just trying to like get back into our groove again after the garbage fire that we had last season. That makes a lot of sense. Jeez. All right. So yes, Fred's received this Valentine's card. She's pretty uncomfortable with it. (laughs) I have termed Nina some lady showing up at Wolfram and Hart. (laughs) I called her familiar-ish face. Yeah, that's because, yeah, very true. I was like, nobody knows who the fuck this is. They have some it's really fine. quick and forced exposition where Nina's like, aha, it's so weird that I'm a werewolf and I show up here every month to stay a couple nights. Also, I'm dressed really nicely. My sister doesn't know where I am. Anything could happen. Uh, yeah, and Angel's like, oh, it's so nice to see you. Please, let me walk you to the cage. It's the least I can do. <laughs> Harmony, no need. And you're like, okay, I guess they're gonna try to bring this whole Nina and Angel thing up again. That seems like a weird move. Whatever you do, you guys. It's also very problematic because Angel gives every indication that he is both aware of Nina's affection and reciprocating. Yeah. When Harmony's like, hey, I could take this strange lady down to her werewolf cage. And Angel's yeah. like, no, 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 I'll, I'll do it. Like, I love spending time with Nina. You're like, okay, you're into her. And then, no, he's not. It's like... He sort of is? It's like he's into her, but then the idea that she might be into him back is terrifying to mm. him. Okay, that's a lot more relatable, yeah. I think... And, like, it's part of his whole, you know, gypsy curse thing, which, oh, we're going to say those words this we episode. Oh, Wes Fuck. brings it up yes. so quickly. Oh, my God. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. Angel walks Nina down. She starts flirting with him hard, just as hard as possible. And he finally understands what's happening, gets very flustered, and then goes to Wes for advice. Wes is like, blah, 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 gypsy curse. Just because you're dating a girl doesn't mean you'll find perfect happiness like that's a that's a rare thing to have happen and like just the very idea that he lost his soul previously because he had sex with a 16 year old girl it's the worst oh that's terrible it's the absolute worst (sighs) anyway why is Wes giving Angel relationship advice? Why? It's because he feels he feels friend-zoned by Fred and almost says so verbatim. So he he does dance around the word friend-zoned. But like, it, it, I was okay with it because it wasn't in the sense of like, he felt that he was owed anything. <laughs> yeah, which is usually he's, why that's problematic. Yeah, he's more like, you know, clearly I'm into Fred. She's not into me and like, it's hard for me, but that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. And like, he's accepted it and like that's fine he can't help how he feels he just tries not to put himself in situations where it's going to be worse for him because that just is going to hurt him personally more and then honestly once i accept that wes is just going to be completely oblivious and almost intentionally oblivious to all of fred's flirting this episode it starts becoming really fun Because, like, she is trying as hard as she can, and Wes is constantly shutting her down. He's like, exposition, we need to solve this plot. No time for your nonsense, Fred. Classic James. (laughs) There's a mystery on foot. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, he's doing this because he's had to do this 
for like two years. Yeah. Where he can't read into anything. He can't just pick up signals because like she's been clear that she is not interested in him. And so he's not thinking about anything that she's doing from that perspective, which good on him, you know, like he has to see her every day. This is the only way for him to continue to like be around her. That's very well put. Yeah. And Michaela, I think this is a good time to reflect on when Fred's feelings for West change. <laughs> I have a picture of it, so, you know, we have a record. <laughs> it was two episodes ago. Just two. And some people just will be like, two? And I'm like, yeah, just two. It was in your welcome when he did some magic and she was like, oh, magic. Sexy magic, man. Sexy magic. And then last episode, yeah. why haven't we explored any of these feelings? That's right. Fred and Wes were both tied up and gagged for almost the entirety of the episode. They both got a single line of surprise being like, ah, you're taking me hostage. Yeah, that's it. And like, so from one perspective, Fred's going into this being like, oh, Wes has been into me for so long. And like, I've known this entire time. So like, now I'm reciprocating these feelings. He should be super excited, right? Yeah. And, like, she's not thinking about it in the way of him trying not to read into anything. But I was still pretty mad at her at the end of the episode. <laughs> My yelling note is, it's not up to him to figure out that you finally changed your mind. <laughs> Very true, yeah. Like, you've been so clear. So clear like, about your feelings. You need to literally spell it out. <laughs> they have taken a complete 180. Yeah, it's gonna be weird for him. Yeah, like maybe over weeks or months of things being different, he might be like, wait, things seem to have changed. Generously like, two weeks. Generously two weeks? No! Mm -hmm. Not the right time frame. I have a quick picture of Fred's sweater, which I do not care for. Yeah, it's just so plain. It's very bland. Yeah. And like, uh, at least her lip color is kind of dark, livens things up a bit. I just, uh, I could be doing so much more. Well, especially when your next picture is of Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, this is a subdued Lauren, which we never like. It is it's not as bad because it's not beige yeah. or gray, right? At least it's like a, a dark blue suit. It's like a navy. That's nice. And then like the shirt underneath is super fly. Fuck as yeah. I said. Like Lauren yeah. knows how to accessorize at least. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But this is the thing. Like we have uh, charitably two female characters on this show. <laughs> Harmony and yeah. Fred. And like, I guess Fred is like science girl. So they're not going to give her cool outfits. But that seems crazy too. I would love know? her to always have a different variation on lab coat. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool lab coat dresses. And they could be different colors. Yep. But they're just so safe. Yeah. Yes. And like she oh, could love it. add to them as the season goes on. And eventually she's just wearing like an armored lab coat. <laughs> I mean, there have been accidents. It's got know, a utility belt. Like, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. yeah, all good times. Yeah. So, right. We're figuring out the whole smile time conspiracy. Something, something. Lauren is here. He knows about television. And I'm like, wow, that's actually, yeah. For yeah. having one of your characters dedicated to the entertainment division, how have you not had more entertainment themed episodes? I mean, it would be a great way to use Lauren. And they do use Lauren yeah. to great effect, mm -hmm. finally, again in this episode. But yeah, I mean, it took them nine episodes since that time we had a Lauren episode. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Fuckers. So Angel goes to investigate Smile Time after hours, the studio. And like, things are weirder here than normal. Yeah. They're, they're pretty weird, I would say. There's a janitor that like doesn't notice him at all. And you're like, that's strange. 
Yeah, and like he's walking through and then there's like some camera work and air shimmer that really implies there's some sort of spooky magic happening in this building. Very much so. And then there's like this Shawshank style hole in the wall hidden by a filing cabinet. Goes down this there. This detective work that Angel does. World's so greatest quickly. detective, you know? Wait, you know, no, that's, he's like, sorry, hmm. that's his alter ego, Batman. Filing cabinet? What could this be concealing? Oh, sorry. Filing cabinet? What could this be concealing? Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> now, the fact that there's the don't door behind oh, this. Oh, I love the don't door. <laughs> so it's just like a, a long hallway. At the end of it is a door with a sign saying don't on it. And I'm like, yes, a thousand percent. Yeah. And later on, the puppets are incensed that someone would go through the don't door. And it says don't. It yeah. says don't. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but he does the fool i mean he regrets it he should have listened to that door yeah because he finds a spooky black egg shaped thing i guess the nest egg yeah and some guy i don't know what the guy's about yeah even after the episode like obviously the guy is frampkin or whatever his name is but why does yeah. he have a towel over his head why isn't so the towel ever lifted to reveal him smiling ear to ear and just saying right? smile time over and over again? Let's put a smile on that face. <laughs> I mean, they can't say that. <laughs> That's just the joke. I think now. they can at this point. That movie hasn't oh, come true. out yet. Yeah, and then that movie would have stolen from them, which is hilarious. Yeah, that'd be but amazing. no, in- instead the head just stays down. It's weird. <laughs> but I guess it's the, spooky? The egg doesn't stay down. The egg opens Uh-oh. up in a very smiley way, which is delightful. It is delightful. An angel gets thrown back into, oh, I love the number of empty cardboard boxes boxes. that this studio just has lying around. It's a tower of boxes. Yeah, an entire wall of cardboard boxes, all of which are empty. Oh, yeah. But it's very convenient because he is just, I mean, he's buried in this pile of boxes. You know? Yeah. That won't keep him down, though. He can get out of some boxes, right? He'll be fine. No big deal. No big deal. Oh, Oh, Angel's a puppet now. Yeah. Angel's is a fucking puppet. It's so He's good. A He's so frowny, and you've captured it in your picture so upset because he always looks upset. It really looks like soup set. Yes. Which is fine. Yeah, like this is this puppet is inspired, oh, man. So good. Like the huge frown, and then yeah, like they have the ability to move these large eyebrows. <laughs> So that he can have expressions and then just brood so effectively. (laughs) He does it so well. And then his hair goes straight up. (laughs) Oh, stupid hair. Yeah. Oh my God. I love this puppet's hair. It's just, honestly, the only problem I have with this puppet is how many buttons it has done up. Mm, Too many. An excess. Yeah. Yeah. An excess of buttons. I mean, would it? just feel pretty weird to have this puppet with an unbuttoned dress shirt it would i think yeah and it's Uh, definitely more weird than having your ceo do that but like your ceo is already doing that so eh. yeah yeah oh no so uh uh-oh for angel he's called the team in and he's gotta gotta tell him what's going on no one else should be told definitely clear about that and yeah he gets so excited about puppet time coming on the air. And I just, I he, love it so much. All his little, like, emotional outbursts are fucking so funny. Oh, my God. And, like, I love everyone having to act against this <laughs> puppet, too. All right. 
real quick, research-wise, we know that DB, Dave Boreanaz, has gone through some recent surgery. Does that have anything right. to do with this puppet, or is it just fun? So, my research tells me that apparently... So, so a couple things. So, first of all, Joss is the son of former Muppet writer Tom Wheaton. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Joss loves puppets. Yes. Several puppeteers from the Jim Henson Company were involved with this episode. Fantastic. Uh, as a result. Second thing was that apparently the writers had talked about doing like an evil Sesame Street show before season five. Oh. But they couldn't figure out how to do it. And then Joss came in one day and he's like, I figured it out. Angel gets turned into a Muppet. And they were like, shit, that's it. We're doing that. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I think that's that's the... That's the answer there. That and I mean, it helps probably that David Bryan then gets to also rest up his knee because yep. he can use it. Definitely. So yeah, the gang is sent off on a bunch of different errands. We're going to research Smile Time. We're going to see whatever we can find out there. And Nina shows up for a visit to Angel's oh, office boy. unannounced. Angel is too embarrassed to show Nina that he's been turned into a puppet, which like, yeah, this is like the woman he he's interested in and he's... It, He's pretty silly looking. He's incredibly like, silly looking. I mean, hiding under his desk from her. <laughs> okay. It's pretty weird. <laughs> so Nina starts to enter the room and she does it in a very television way she, where she's like announcing that it's her without looking yeah. in here. Yeah. Angel does the perfect Muppet thing of going <gasps> and then like suddenly <laughs> swinging his arms around to lead him <laughs> away. And Michaela, I swear to God, I have never seen a more applicable use of the word yeet than seeing this fucking puppet being thrown across the desk into the chair. You get a really short shot of the angel puppet getting yeeted across the room. Yeah, just throw him. We'll just, we'll, don't shoot it too long. It'll be fine. It'll look like he's diving. It, it's so good though, because it does. In universe where he's a puppet, it looks yeah. like that. Oh god, it's so good. It's Everything very good. So fucking fun. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, he's like, "Okay, Nina, I'll talk to you. Oh, I'll talk to you later. I'm a bit indisposed right now." She's like, "This fuck. I told him I was interested in him, and now he's hiding under his desk from me." Right. What? Relationship tips no 101, you know? Always okay. hide under your desk. Quickly first, while the gang was here, I have a couple pictures of their outfits. Oh, nice. Because, oh. like, so Gunn's here. He's got his suit. He looks great. He's so reasonable looking. Mm -hmm. Wes is wearing this turtleneck. Turtlenecks like, never die, Michaela. It's been a while, I think, that since we had just such consistent turtlenecks. But honestly, who looks good in a turtleneck? I don't think they're a good item of clothing. No, I don't think they are either. And then, like, just again, with, like, this tiny, this really short jean mini skirt on fred what is she doing and like the shirt's fine but like oh god i just but the both of them need different clothes and then lauren walks in and you're like here we go yeah here we go oh my god his bright red suit with the mm. like yellow orange shirt mm. so good yeah, very yeah. very and good it's just it always begs the question why was he wearing anything else before this <laughs> it's true yeah he's a busy man i, I don't think know. Is it Lorne that suggests that he might have puppet cancer? Maybe in some type of puppet cancer. I do not have puppet cancer! <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good things about this episode, you know? <laughs> a lot of good things. And like... He's so offended by it. <laughs> Nina gets kicked out. 
And who should walk into the office but Spike? Oh my god. This is, like, this is Spike's only scene this episode. But my god, he makes is it the most of it every second. <laughs> because he, of course, thinks it is hilarious it is a puppet (laughs) and so angel doesn't want to take this lying down and they have a fight and james marsters has to fight a puppet (laughs) and it gets better because james marsters stunt double also has to fight this puppet in a couple instances james marsters has confessed that he blew a lot of takes by laughing too much They left a lot of those takes in. Seriously, he was laughing a lot. But yeah, (laughs) just it's so fucking funny when he throws the puppet off of him, (laughs) and the puppet like lands (laughs) on his feet, (laughs) but you only see it from like knee down. God, when the angel puppet is angrily stalking back to his office, and it's the wide shot, and you see the little feet just going, and the arms are going. Oh, it's so good. Anytime the puppet walks, I'm just so happy. Uh, Harmony sees Angel after this fight has ensued, and you've called her fun dress? Yeah, I just thought her dress was fun. It is. I mean, I see now that I've put the word undress in there, which is a little problematic. It is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, that's life. That's how these things go sometimes. You win some, you lose some. Her dress is fun. We are are going to go interrogate the creator of of Smile Time, a man named Framkin. And we see him. It's David Fury! And I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure I know that guy. Yeah! And I was like, is that David Fury? Because it's not Marty Knox. Knoxon? <laughs> Knoxon, yeah. But like, I'm pretty sure this is the mustard guy. It's the mustard guy! <laughs> so yeah, chalk one up for me, I guess. Nice! I'm impressed that you remembered what the mustard guy looked like. Right? Yeah. This is David yeah. Fury. He has a fun little bit part. He's basically telling Gunn and Lauren to go fuck themselves and to come back with a warrant because he's not going to tell them shit. But he's doing it with a smile, goddammit. A smile. He says that their courage and pluck reminds him (laughs) of a little song called Courage and Pluck. And Michaela, do you know how that song goes? (laughs) Courage and Pluck. Courage and Pluck. Courage and Pluck. Oh, fucking great stuff. Like this... He actually gets, like, a surprising number of lines. Right? I was like, is this David Fury? Because he's doing a (laughs) bunch of acting. Yeah, like, so much acting. I'm pretty sure that David Fury also appears as a newscaster in Dr. Horrible. He does! So they say. Yes! Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. So there you go. That's the the Fury three-peat. Nice! Just (laughs) three-peat. Technically. Oh, yeah. And like, I mean, this is another scene where uh, Gunn is trying to shake him down, but like can't remember the right ordinances mm-hmm. or legal mumbo jumbo to really, really put him in his place. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's Gunn's whole thing right now. So he's pretty concerned about this. Correct. They leave in a bit of a huff. And David mm-hmm. Fury turns out to be a meat puppet. And I'm like, this is the oh, best fucking gross. episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely still alive, but yeah, they there's just like a hole in his back where the puppets can control him like a puppet. It's fantastic. It's so good. Uh, the puppets are all talking about their evil schemes. They're going to kill a bunch of kids, torch the studio, and then build their own hell in one of the hells. Now, I know that you are less familiar with this than me, but like these puppets 
are Sailor Moon villains, okay? <laughs> they want to steal a bunch of energy uh-huh. and then take it back to the Negaverse right. and do question mark. They just happen to say that question mark is, I guess, be more evil. <laughs> but like... This is literally the plot of every episode of the first season of Sailor Moon. You're not wrong. And I do know no. enough about Sailor Moon that I should have picked up on this. <laughs> Anytime you got life force being stolen yeah. for evil people, and like, you know? There's a repository and they just need to get enough of it. And then when the repository is destroyed, it all goes back to everyone and they're fine. Oh God, it is Sailor Moon. Oh yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Now, I'm not uh, always a fan of foul-mouthed puppets. Like, Avenue Q, right. I'm fully on board for. Absolutely, yeah. There was a, a TV show on Comedy Network that I never really liked. I don't know, it had a bunch of foul-mouthed puppets. And then this one, I'm like, yes, I am so on board. Because it's just, it's striking that, like, edgy, we're demons trapped in puppet bodies tone. But it's also, like... <laughs> Our puppet bodies have sort of affected us, so a lot of the things we say come off kind of cutesy. And, like, some of them genuinely care about the show doing well. (laughs) Yes. It's a big episode that they're going to do. Might as well brush up the best (laughs) songs. And yeah, it, this that's I think that's the the failing of a lot of you know things where the puppets are bad is it, they just go so hard on only bad every joke is dirty ooh the puppets are swearing like that doesn't work you need this like <laughs> this weird balance yeah. that they do manage to strike that is just phenomenal and then yeah the one guy that just squeaks <laughs> <laughs> ratio I think he's called. So, turns out, I found out from the wiki, his full name is Ratio Hornblower. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. God, his nose is a horn, of course. He's got a horn. How did I fucking miss it? Oh, (laughs) Oh, I'm such an idiot. It's so good. Oh my God. (sighs) Fantastic. And like, I really love people dressed up in like full puppet suits. (laughs) Who, like, I can't really walk around properly. And when this guy fights Wes, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, we've got some stuff to get to before we can get to the best puppet fight ever. Angel ever, has to go to yeah. talk to Nina, which I have termed only bearable because he's a puppet. <laughs> right? And, like, oh, when he starts to give his, like, monologue about, I don't even know what oh, it was about. it's about paying more attention to what is happening around him. Oh, good. That's perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. then, which and then <laughs> he does not notice snatched. Nina becoming a werewolf, and she yeah. grabs him and tears him to pieces. <laughs> she shreds him. Oh my god. The and then when he's like limping down the hall with all of his stuffing clutched in his hands, Lauren and finds Lauren him. calls him my little prince. <laughs> Is there a Geppetto in the house? Oh, thank oh, you, Lauren. Boy. Thank you. Gun does his thank stuff. You uh, <laughs> he's confronting the mad scientist who gave him power. Some sort of dark deal is struck. And I noticed very heavily that Joss has, like, he has at one point found lab coats for scientists and never gotten and rid of them. Because this lab coat that this scientist has is used in this Firefly in what, Ariel? Oh. And right. yeah, in yeah. Dr. Horrible. Same lab coat in all of them. I mean, they're like, we've got this lab coat. Right. Lab coat's a lab coat. Yeah. But it's, it's very them. distinctive because it's got the shoulder buttons rather than like the right. buttons down the front. 
Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's good times. It's fun. We get some Knox and Wes action going on as... I will say that, like, Knox showing up with only two coffees. One for himself and one for Fred and Wes just doesn't get one. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, he he, he does the, oh, oops, I forgot about you thing. And, like, no one buys this. He's also making fun of Wes for, like, the whole magic thing, which is dumb. Right? He's like, I like science, Fred. Science. And you're like, get out of here. Which, I mean, Fred does tell him to get out of here. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. And they figure things out. There's some sort of glamour on the television. If you have it muted, then you can see the puppet right up against the screen talking to the kids. And otherwise it's hidden completely. Yeah. And like, I mean, hand wavy magic nonsense. Whatever. I'm happy. Like, of course, the... Wes figures this out right as Fred is, like, about to tell him that she's changed her mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why does this show hate him? What has he done to these writers, you know? Oh, hates him so much. I've also recently rewatched Much Ado About Nothing, which stars Amy Acker and Alexis Denisov as the feuding couple, basically. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's good times. Just seeing a lot of them dance around the issue of liking each other. (laughs) That's what they're to best the at, I'm I guess. Like, Joss, do you think that Allison Hannigan deserves this guy? <laughs> oh, it's a great question. Really yeah. creepy, long game of matchmaker. So the gang has figured it all out. Well, Gunn's got his brain back. Mm-hmm. So he's like, don't worry, guys. Went to the Library of Demonic Congress, and now I have all the exposition we need to crack this thing. Yep, totally. We are all good. We're justified in going in there and doing whatever we want. These things are demons. They're literal demons. Yep. yep. <laughs> Summoned to boost the ratings. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, he made a deal with the devil and didn't read the fine print. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, yep, that works for me. Puppet Angel's pissed about being a puppet, so he's going to get his sword. Oh, my goodness. The power walk. Coming out of this office, (laughs) all of the characters, they're going to go kick some ass. And then it pans down, down, incredibly far down. And Angel, as a puppet, is there with his sword, looking so cool. I think walking in slow motion. Which, yeah, oh god. And then they show up, and Puppet Angel, I have taken a picture of him perched atop the (laughs) doghouse. He looks so cool. And like he's been scarred up because of the werewolf attack. (laughs) They have so many versions of this puppet. Yeah, they really do. They're like, hey, if we're going to have an episode where our main character is a puppet, we better have multiple puppets. Definitely. It's so good. Like he's chopping off other puppets' heads. There's this big extended (laughs) fight scene. Everyone's getting in the mix. Gun's trying to take an axe to one of the puppets. Yeah, very good. There's like a crazy stunt where Gun's stunt double spins like yeah. seven times in the air. It's flipped around <laughs> by this puppet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very oh, good geez. times. Man, Angel as a puppet going vamp face. <laughs> they had to do it. Brilliant. Right? Absolutely brilliant. I love yeah. it so much. Of course, he's mad. He's a puppet. He's going to be a vampire puppet. Oh my god, it is so good. And like, they do the the transition, and then he's there, and he's got his angry little vampire face. But I'm pretty sure they've got like a special transforming puppet. Because it's, I think there's blending, but there's also, I think the fangs actually extend out of the mouth of this one. Yeah, I would believe it. So it ends up being a much better transition than most of our vamp faces. 
It's true. Because, yeah, you, I mean, you're working on the puppet, which is basically, like, almost entirely a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. It's easier to blend together, right? <gasps> boy, oh boy. It's just so good. And, like, such a... Like, this has to be the best puppet fight scene <laughs> in the history of media, right? Like... <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like, it has to be. <laughs> it's not a large category, sure. No. <laughs> But this is taking the cake. Yeah, this is absolutely getting it. Oh, man. Wes, of course, has some fucking scroll and he's reading it at the egg because that's that's how he does. Ratio shows up. They've got a fight. Like Fred takes out a gun and is shooting Ratio with it. He's a giant puppet. (laughs) When Wes rips out his horn mouth and stabs him in the (laughs) eye with it. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so good. Yes. Best oh, puppet fight scene yeah. in any piece of media ever. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick up for it. So the spell yeah, works. The egg too. is destroyed. Nina wakes Woo! up with stuffing in her mouth. She thinks she's eaten Angel because she kind of did. Yep. Like how he survived this? Question mark. We see another puppet get killed by its head getting cut off. Why it's didn't true. Angel die? Who knows? Vampire healing factor. And he's got the vampire strength, so, like, he, he was able to get away from the werewolf. Ah, who cares? Who cares? It's too fun to care. Absolutely. Yeah. Angel shows up. He is still a puppet for another couple days, at least. Hilariously, yeah. <laughs> like, the end of the episode, Angel is not back to normal. It'll at least take him no. a couple days. And, like, I was really expecting him to be back to yeah. normal. And then when he wasn't, and Nina's like, let's go have breakfast, you and me, little puppet man. You're like, is this, should I be learning something from this? Is this the moral? Yeah, he doesn't care what she is like, and she doesn't care what he is like. It's what's on the inside that counts. However, what's inside Angel is a hand. It's a human hand, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, great. Is Nina ever coming back? Question mark. (laughs) I... I don't think so, right? If she's coming back, it's because they have already filmed her in another episode. They're not like, okay, we're getting canceled. Let's bring Nina back. (laughs) It's just, it's strange that she was here at all. But that's it. And yeah, Yeah, Wes and Fred have their final flirty bit and Wes is doing his best to shoot her down. (laughs) And she's like, haven't you noticed the signs that I've been giving you for days. Literal days. Maybe Literal hours. Days. Hours upon hours. Wes. And then like to top off my theory that these writers hate Alexis Denisoff. Mm-hmm. This character has been pining after this other character for literal years. And they finally have their first kiss. And it's set to the song self-esteem is for everybody. <laughs> From Smile Time Puppet Show, yep. Smile Time, and you're like, is this necessary at this point? Oh no, grossly <laughs> unnecessary. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, just how let it be a nice moment. You don't have to play it for a laugh. Let this guy have his moment. Oh, that's so funny though. Self-esteem uh, is for everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's our episode, Michaela. How'd you feel about oh, it? You man. like it? Fuck, had such a good time. It's very good. So like. It's just, it's that thing where they have a good idea. They want Angel to be a puppet. I'm on board. And then, like, they execute the shit out of it. And it's so hard, right? Because it's like, we've got these two ideas. One is Angel is a puppet. The other is Angel took part briefly in the Second World War and was on a captured German submarine. (laughs) Which, honestly, no, I can see which one is stronger from here. But bear with me. Maybe they don't know which one's stronger. 
And they're like, I don't know, let's do both, I guess. And one of them comes out really well, but they executed on it well, and that makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think I, you'd be hard-pressed to write me an episode of Why We Fight that I have a good time yeah, with. Yeah, uh, no, as I was saying it, it was like, this is a bad <laughs> idea all around. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh Michaela, boy. who won this episode? Oh, Wes. Yeah. Hands down, Wes. Yep. Wow. It's been like a long time coming. <laughs> Very correct on that one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And like, so yeah, good for you, Wes. I'm. We're happy for you that you don't have to watch Fred flirt with another man in front of you, even though she definitely knows that you're into her. And uh, yeah, she just came out and said it and didn't make you continue to guess that she might have changed her mind. So the strange love go, triangle is re- resolved in one of the weirdest ways I've ever seen. For sure. For sure. Lauren wins best oh, for, outfit yeah, as usual. Obviously. God, that red no suit. No contest. All right. Yeah. Rose and a thorn. There's so many roses to choose from. I think it's hard to just choose one. Do you want to go first or should I go first? You can go first. Spike having to fight a puppet. <laughs> James Marsters having to fight a puppet. Both of them having to fight a puppet, you know? Everyone who had to fight puppets. Yes. You know? Gun having to fight a puppet. Puppets fighting puppets. <laughs> Wes fighting a large man in a puppet suit. <laughs> it's all fantastic stuff. It's all really good. I think my rose is just like this angel puppet. Very accurate. Because... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes it, right? Like, having him be so funny. It's so perfect. And his forehead, I don't know if it's particularly large for a puppet or if, like, the hair is making it The hairline does not do him any favors. And, yeah, I think the forehead's pretty big. Oh, it's all good. It's all really good. And, yeah, the eyebrows are just inspired. (laughs) They're fucking great. Very nice. Uh, Yeah. My thorn is number one nancy for the in episode thorn just or nina sorry hilarious that you called her nancy yeah. please continue sorry uh, uh, whatever her name is fuck it yeah and then my meta thorn is the fact that the season is adrift it's sales cut you know like what is the season doing <laughs> yeah. where's it going it doesn't know we don't know we're along for the ride as long as the ride is good but sometimes the ride is very bad and this is the problem with episodes like why we fight because once people see that and they're like what is happening this season maybe they don't come back i mean maybe they hear from their friends that angel became a puppet and they're like well clearly i have to watch that one now And that hooks everybody back in. But I don't know about that. I think Angel, as a show, has been struggling with viewership sort of all its life. So... Yeah, I'm sure it has. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny to think, too, though. Because, like, in 2004, whatever viewership they had, the networks would kill for now, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Nina was my thorn as well. Mm -hmm. Just her inclusion in any way is pure bananas. insanity. And, like, I... I I know that I've been ragging a lot on Fred and her treatment of Wes. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm not going to blame Fred for this. I'm going to say that I am angry at the writers and their treatment of the character of Wesley Wyndham Price. Yeah, that's fair. Because they just like to kick him when he's down. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Good times. Michaela, there is a (gasps) Teeks review for this episode. Yes! Yes! The one where Angel gets turned into a puppet. The one where Angel turns into a puppet. Oh, I'm so close. (laughs) I love this episode. It's inventive, funny, and creepy. And a little bit disturbing. (laughs) 
In this episode, there are some evil puppets that have taken control of little kids. They haven't. They've drained their life force. The kids are in commas. They, Close enough, yep. they have their own TV show. And once the kids are alone, watching the program, the puppets interact with them, get the kids to hand, put their hands on the TV, and then the puppets take their life force. That's a sentence and a half. That's a lot of information about the beginning of this episode. <laughs> when Angel finds out what's been happening, but doesn't know that the puppets are the ones doing it, he goes down to the smile time to find answers. He goes into a room where he sees something, touches it, and becomes a puppet. It's hilarious Correct. and adorable. Yeah, he doesn't touch it. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> He's got a little leather jacket and everything. Spike finds it quite amusing. Eventually, the whole gang go, go down to the set and find the puppets. They kill all of the puppets, and Angel is turned back into a normal, human-looking vampire. It's so cute when his puppet self turns into a vampire. Sorry. Yes, when he has, goes vamp face. I thought that was talking right, about yeah. him transforming into a human-looking vampire. I was so confused for confusing. a moment. <laughs> Teeks has honestly captured this pretty well. I would have framed things slightly differently, yeah. but this pup, this episode is like really Monster of the Week. So sure, you got oh, yeah. Angel turns into a puppet and eventually it will not be a puppet. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I give this episode a 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Freaking ridiculous. Freaking ridiculous. I mean, this is this is everything Teeks wants from this oh, show. Oh, yeah. Right? It's almost pure silliness. And even, like, the disturbing nature of how the puppet is trying to convince the children to touch the television. Like, Teeks hated that. Yeah. Like, like fixated on it in a review that, like, skipped over 80% of this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Teeks never changed. Never changed Michaela. What's coming up next time? Next time. The next episode is called A Hole in the World. Mm-hmm. Do we have plot? <laughs> we do. Ah! I'm just, I'm just uh, I'm curious. Okay. I don't know how much to tell you. Lindsay so, okay. comes back from hell with a Can vendetta and Eve on his arm. <laughs> You'd be so mad. So... Eve is the main part of this episode. It's so, all told from her perspective, and we get to hear her internal dialogue. Eve voiceover is the worst thing I can possibly imagine. <laughs> well, Angel doesn't know that I'm very evil yet, but soon he will. I will show them all that I am evil, just like Lindsay, my boyfriend, my serious <laughs> who I, boyfriend. Who I love and who inexplicably seems to have not betrayed me. Unclear. <laughs> The beginning of this is going to sound kind of familiar to you, okay? okay? An ancient sarcophagus arrives in the laboratory no. at Wolfram and Hart. Do you remember Excuse the last you. time an ancient sarcophagus arrived somewhere? Yeah, it was in Sunnydale. <laughs> I mean, was I think it, the, it was... Was it J2? Full of the, was it a Cathler? Was it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Cathler. J2. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely J2. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's full of something spooky. Tell you that right now. <laughs> no, sorry. An ancient sarcophagus <laughs> is full of something spooky. Get the fuck out of town. Yeah, yeah. And uh, man, I don't know how much I want to tell you. I know you never remember anything. It's true. So I mean, yeah, this ancient sarcophagus arrives, and like Fred pokes around with it, and bad things start to happen. That's okay. My guess <laughs> is that Lindsay's body is in here. Oh boy. He was that sent would... <laughs> back in time by the senior partners and became some sort of god in the distant past, entombing mm. himself in the sarcophagus. <laughs> and now they unleash hell. Here's what I'm going to tell you about this episode. Right. 
the episode we just watched, Smile Time, is ranked number six of all the Angel episodes. Oh, wow. A Hole in the World is ranked number seven of all the oh, Angel episodes. Damn. Okay, so zero, zero Eve is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Eve in this episode, Eve in an episode drops it down to 50 at least. At least. All right. Well, that's so, very good times. Interesting. After everything we just said, Eve's in this fucking episode. No way! <laughs> she actually is. I just checked. I can't believe she's in it. But hey, we're still going to have a good time, you know? I'm genuinely excited to see what bullshit they come up with to be like, no, it's a reasonable thing for Eve to come back and be involved in this show in any way. Like, it does sound pretty hilarious that they're going to, yeah, incredibly do, dumb. do anything to bring her back. It's just right? so fucking stupid. Yeah. I oh. can't believe she's in this episode, but I think we're going to have uh, a different but good time. Like, not a wacky time, I guess no. is what I'm saying. No, probably not wacky with these ancient sarcophagi roaming around yeah. the place. All right. But to have, like, things. two great episodes back to back, it's always oh, a treat. Spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Then we've got another Why We Fight coming. Actually, it's just Why We Fight again. Like, <laughs> episode 16 of this show is just titled Why We Fight, and it's the same thing. I mean, that's just me hacking your uh, <laughs> Google Play subscription, right? <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's just Why We Fight, but backwards, like told memento style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that episode is missing. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> Hole in the wall next time. We're very excited. It's really close world. It's fine. <laughs> ah, whatever. <laughs> I like mine better. We yep. will we will peer through that hole in the wall next yep. time. <laughs> and people can reach out in all the usual places. Email beyondvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com. Pictures are up on Facebook. Talk to us there. And until next time. See, see you, you later, later LA Gator. Gator. Hellmouth. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Hell